Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. Folks, today is our Pride Show. Um, the month of June is Gay Pride Month. And I have with me Tomas Prower, who is a friend of the show. Um, he writes excellent books. He's an international author with multiple best-selling books. He graduated from UC Santa Barbara. He holds a couple of degrees there. Then he didn't have enough, so he had to go down to Chile and get some degrees down they're fluent in English, French, Spanish, and um, he's been given the opportunity to be the cultural liaison for the French government in South America between France, the United States, Chile, Peru, and he's a member of the states of, is that Mesocure? Thomas? Yes. There you go. Thank you. Um, you can find out more about him by going to his website, and that's tomasprower.com, T-O-M-A-S-P-R-O-W-E-R.com. Welcome and happy Pride. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. It's always really exciting to be here. Well, thank you very much. You know, I wanted to, um, we were scheduled to do something else and I was thinking about structuring the show and it just kind of hit me out of the blue that this is Pride Month and you would be an excellent person to have on. I'd really like to concentrate on um, the energy out there that is so against LGBT. BTQ um, plus community. I mean, it's just amazing. And I'd like to also address the Roe versus Wade possible decision and that how that can affect rights. I mean, people aren't realizing that people are just extracting rights from us. So why don't we start with Roe v. Wade and go from there? Um, based on Roe v. Wade and taking away women's rights, um, it's just the top of the volcano, so to speak, because I believe if they're taking away women's rights, and I'm talking about the conservative Christian movement and conservatives, period, um, they're going to start taking away other rights. What are your uh, thoughts on that regarding gay rights? Um, really, it's just a lot about, it, it's, it's all of us just realizing and coming to the understanding that this nation, um, the United States, it's not built on solid stone. The laws we have are not concrete. Things we thought would last forever are not lasting forever. And really the understanding and again, realization that power in politics is really whoever's in office. And at the end of the day, Democrats and Republicans are pretty much the same. They're all corporate, uh -huh. they're all capitalists. They do not care about you. Um, I'm of the personal belief that um, the United States is trash. It needs to be ended, chop the tree down, burn the root. But right, you know, the United States is not ready for full-on revolution yet, even though that is the only way we're going to solve our problems. Um, but with the Roe v. Wade thing, it's understanding that the world is tough because <laughs> we think we've gotten so we've gotten so complacent in our modern worlds. I mean, life is uh -huh. unbelievably easier than it's ever been in the entire human history. We can relax, we have weekends, we can watch the world burn from our TV sets. Uh -huh. And we're just so not comfortable with being uncomfortable anymore. Our lives have gotten that unnaturally easy. So if anything makes us upset, makes us feel uncomfortable, we shy away from it which is why these rights can just be eroded because no one's going to do anything. At the end of the day, 
no one is going to do anything that is going to matter anyway. So the people in uh-huh. power change it. I mean, I mean, does Brianna Taylor still have justice? No. If there were not, <laughs> if there wasn't violence in the streets, uh-huh. the cops who murdered George Floyd would not have been arrested. If, if you know, going back to Pride, this whole Pride uh-huh. month is only because trans women of color threw bricks at cops. That uh-huh. is why we have rights. Slavery ended in the Civil War. Monarchy supposedly revolution. yeah it's violence is the answer um uh-huh. so, so when something like roe v wade happens they know that oh everyone's going to complain for a bit and then they'll die down and then what are you going to do about it what are you going to do wait till four years for the next election cycle to happen there are people the who- same thing happens all over again i mean nobody as you said nobody's doing anything so yeah. how do well, how does one organize to get past this? I mean, there has to be a way past all of this. Um, the real answer, the best answer that will make change, um, if I say it on here, both of us will probably be arrested. Um, that is the only way to actually make meaningful change. But second uh-huh. to that, people only listen. If you're not going to use physical violence against people, they only the, the powers that be only listen to economic interests. So if you're uh-huh. not going to hit them in the face, if you're not going to throw that soup can at, at the cop or throw it through the Tiffany's window, you got to hit them in the wallet. You uh-huh. have to make them feel and hurt economically. I mean, all, all, the, so all the peaceful revolutions that people get lofted up nowadays, like Gandhi was so peaceful. Why are you like that? You know, Martin Luther King Jr. is so peaceful. Cesar Chavez, no, those weren't peaceful revolutions. Those were strategized, organized economic attacks upon the Mm -hmm. powers that be. Gandhi crippled British interest in India till it was not profitable enough. The bus boycott of Montgomery and the economic decline of, you know, Black people not buying products. Cesar Chavez, we're not going to work. We're going to hurt and let the crops wither and rot. People are not willing to take a stand anymore because we live such comfortable lives. It's easier to just say, okay, take away this right. We still have our coffee makers. We still have our smartphones. I can still watch Stranger Things at the end of the day. So, you know, although leave leave this for me, go ahead, take this piece. But as long as I have this, you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm good. (laughs) Um, Even even with the Roe v. Wade, I mean, for queerness, you know, it is a queer issue. This trans people do have uteruses, intersex people, these this affects uh-huh. us directly more so than what's just down the line. And we have to go back to the stone wall of old and raise a riot. But since the people have been gay since the beginning of time, what I'm having a difficult time understanding, and I do have my youngest son is gay and he didn't come out to me until he was 22, I think. Um, but, you know, if you have a baby, and you're holding the baby in your arms and you nurture that baby and that baby grows up and the baby's feeling different than other people that look the same and they come out to you. Why can't people freaking accept their kid as they are? I don't, I mean, first and foremost, I don't understand that. I, I don't, I, I do not have a child, so I can't okay. weigh it at that level. All I can say is that, you know, from my experience, it, you know, it's, it's, it sounds very trite nowadays, but it's very true. 
And it's that you can really only love someone else as much as you love yourself. Love yourself. So if you are so lacking in love of yourself and hatred or bitterness or whatever you have welling up inside of you, you cannot give that to a child because you have, you don't have it within you to give. So it's just, I don't understand this hatred, Uh rejection, because they, they do not have the love within. It's not an excuse. It's sad. It's to be pitied, but Uh I think it's because they just don't love themselves. Well, I remember going into a store about 15, 20 years ago, and um, I forget what I was buying, but I was talking to the lady in the subject of, you know, um, gays in the military actually came up. And um, I explained to her that, you know, my kid was gay and all of a sudden her face went stone cold and she goes, pray it out of him, pray it out of him. And I'm like, well, how am I going to pray something out of him? I said, that's who he is. And I love him from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. <laughs> so what is the praying out? How, how does that work? And then I've had several clients who are gay and they come to me and they say, you know, I just can't take it anymore. I get rejection every place I go. And it seems like the year 2022 is poised to become the year of anti-gay legislation. It's like we're just trying to eradicate a, a group of people. It seems worse than slavery. Oh, it's 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 bad. It's bad. I'll say that about it. But uh-huh. it's it's because again, you know, they can get away with it. At the end of the day, what are people going to do? Nothing. Are they going to complain? Okay, they'll stop complaining in a month or a year from now. And it's really everything. Everything that's happening to us. It's a bitter pill to swallow. But we are reaping what we have sown. And we are, we deserve it. We deserve it because Uh we have not been fighting this whole time. We thought, oh, our ancestors did it. You know, they fought World War II, fascism's over. The 60s, the revolution, they did it. You know, oh, it's over. We can just live in the luxury benefits, you know, have the laurels on our heads for doing nothing. And now we have to actually do something. And it's like, uh uh-oh, what? No, that means I have to do something. I have to get up off the couch. I have to do something. <laughs> yeah, I just can't sit back and enjoy. <laughs> yes, because, you know, back in the old days, you know, these the middle class didn't exist. So it was you either had a lot or you had nothing. And so uh-huh. it was a lot easier for those two classes to clash because it's like, oh, well, we'll get you. But now we have the middle class, which is this weird, you know, everyone praises it because, you know, it helps both. It's the base for both of the politics. Yeah, yeah. It's this, it's this weird, unnatural situation where they're used as you, if you act up, you can always go down lower with the illusion of, hey, maybe if you work really hard, you can go ahead and raise higher. But that's not true. And so there's this weird extra step that prevents real change from happening because we have the comfortability of just the middle class. Mm-hmm. Well, you said if, you know, we truly wake up and get down to the real reasons why everything's going on, that we would both end up in jail. Not a place I want to go, by the way. Um, what can we do? You know, uh, the, the person who doesn't identify um, as, you know, gay or any of the other uh, labels that people have been given, what can we do to assist? Um. It can be as simple as just being kind. 
being the person mm-hmm. who if you know if you're on the bus or you're somewhere in public and someone's being very homophobic or anti-trans being the person who actually steps in for them and say you know what that's not cool what are you doing uh-huh. stop it because you know it's it's with everything it's the silence of the allies that makes the world seem even darker because if someone's uh-huh. coming at you you know and no one else is saying anything and they're coming at you hard not only is that uncomfortable but you realize how alone you are because there's no one there to help you so just stepping in even if that person doesn't stop it shows to you know the victim that uh-huh. there are good people out there not everyone is like this and people are trying uh-huh. i mean it, it, it's nothing to be kind it takes no money it takes no political agenda to be kind it just takes being uh-huh. and being willing to do it and at the most basic that's what you can do if you want to go further just don't buy products from people who are very vehemently antiphobic yes chick-fil-a has the most amazing you know chicken i've ever had from a fast food place do i buy it no no <laughs> i know where that money goes and really as in magic money is magic it gives power mm-hmm. it's an emblem of mm-hmm. power give to people and I don't, I, I may be good, but it ain't that good to give them this emblem of power to <laughs> hurt people <laughs> with it. It, um, it, it. It's making those little choices every day that amount to the big things. You know, um, it's interesting because we have, um, unfortunately, a Chick-fil-A not too far from um, our house within a couple of miles. And every time you go down to that little plaza, I mean, it is full, you know, full, 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 full. And I um, asked my kid, I said, well, why is it that sometimes you and your partner go to Chick-fil-A? And he goes, well, you know, he wanted to go. I, I didn't buy anything. I didn't eat anything. But I, I, I just can't even wrap my mind around a person who is identifying other than heterosexual would spend their money. And I'm completely with you with, you talk with your, your wallet, Oh yes. you know, and, and you might not think it makes a big deal, but it does. Even one little choice would make a big deal because you're joining others who made one little choice, right? It's true. And people really underestimate how powerful their one drop in the bucket is because no, it, it's so it's said so many times, but you know, the whole bucket of water through all these little drops can create an ocean. And all uh-huh. you all you have to you know, you're not trying to manipulate the universe to create an ocean. You just have to add that drop. And it uh-huh. does everything. But people think it's too small. They're too inconsequential. They can't do anything. And that's what prevents all these little drops from happening. So it's, and it's, you know, this, this, the, the comfort, it's just easier to go to Chick-fil-A. You know, you're going to like it. You know, it's going to, it is, I admit it is very delicious, but. I've never had it. Oh, I've never had it. It's (laughs) not. That's how strong I am. I mean, good, good. I support that. Uh That, That's the way to be. But, you know, it's that thing of, do I want this? Will I slightly inconvenience myself if it helps the greater good and as we Uh found through the pandemic a lot of people are not willing to do that no no they are not and it it really puts a interesting spin on america as a whole and some of the other westernized countries in, in the world because we're willing to forget the horrendous 
whatever is horrendous going on for our comfort, for our ease to just keep our life in our little bubble the way it is. At least that's what it seems to me. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, we're in this situation where in this weird um, clashing of times where if you, know, if you want to get super astrological about it, um, the, you know, a, from the fifth dimension song, the Aquarian age is starting now mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. Piscean age is ending. And in the Piscean age, it was very hierarchical. It's very looking up to others to save us, looking for the great person to come and happen. And in the past 2000 mm-hmm. years, that's pretty much been our history. But now the Aquarian age or the rebels, it's let's not have a hierarchy. Let's have a round table where we can come together and do this. And so you have the hierarchy era meeting this no let's be all kind of more equal and more equity clashing into mm-hmm. each other and it's creating these times or at least mm-hmm. making it more amplified for sure yeah most definitely and it's really crazy but i want to switch gears for a moment um i want to talk about mental health um it's a big story out there in a greater role today i don't think that people realize how a child who was not heterosexual, how their mental health can be hurt at a very young age, as early as five years old. And the reason I use five years old is um, when my youngest was in kindergarten, um, I used to volunteer in a class when I wasn't, you know, work traveling. And um, the teacher told them all to draw a picture of themselves, everybody. And my child and two other boys drew themselves the color that they were and in a dress and the teacher berated them in front of the whole class. And I had a few choice words, but (laughs) that I'm not going to repeat here, but that caused those three children to go into a state of mental impairment because all of a sudden they weren't accepted. And that was kindergarten. Oh my God, that's it, it. It just blows me away. I so it's go that, ahead. no, that's that's real tough. I mean, just the public shame of that, just being berated by everyone else too. But it, it you know, it's it's reinforcing like what is right and what is wrong, and just trying to make people into what you know, quote unquote, society thinks they should. But really, you know, mm-hmm. teachers. Uh, parents, adults, we're not here to try and mold them into our standards of what we think, I, whether it's the model citizen, the model child, the model whatever it is we want them to be. You know, parents and teachers, it's the job to really support, promote this new being on earth, this child to be the best they can be however they are and nurture that and not mold it. And so often, you know, like parents and teachers too, our child's first bullies. Yes. <laughs> Whether we realize it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. And so much has to change. But let's switch gears again. Um, in 1999, uh, President Clinton dis- declared June as being gay and lesbian pride month. So at least there was a little positive push there. But even before that, in 1978, Gilbert, uh, I think it's Barker or Baker, Hmm. um, he created and designed the rainbow flag um, in San Francisco. Do you want to talk about the flag and its meaning or? 
I don't know the full meanings of each color, but I do know that it's it's constantly changing, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, now um, yeah, now it's the traditional one is the rainbow flag, which is you know red, orange, uh -huh. yellow, green, blue, purple, and the horizontal stripes. But now we have what we call the progressive pride flag, which uh -huh. is it's the same horizontal red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, but on the side there's a there's a chevron, which is the um, the pointy angle like a little uh -huh. triangle coming out of the side uh -huh. um, of the trans colors plus black plus brown. And most recently there's a yellow with, I think it's a very specific color whose, <laughs> whose specific name I'm not getting, but there's also a circle within that um, yellow. And so uh -huh. all these colors are being added and it's to just show inclusivity and it's to show that trans people are included, that, you know black brown people are included and uh -huh. a lot of the a lot of the feedback is well you know no one's a rainbow anyway doesn't that just count Te technically yes i mean a rainbow is queerness and we all understand that but having that more representation adding it to the flag it doesn't take away uh -huh. from anything else and if, no, some if some people need that extra representation and it helps them great add that to the flag that's wonderful it should it should be there it should be inclusive so it's it's and who knows what it'll be as we go on because even when i wrote queer magic um my my book back and i think lord when they that came out in 2008 so i was working on it probably uh -huh. 2016 2017 we have words now that did not exist back then yes to describe yeah. things um work language is constantly changing our understanding of what queerness is is constantly changing and what we understand queerness here in the united states right now in the 21st century is not the same as we understood it years back not even the same as other countries and cultures understand it it's very specific to here and now and uh -huh. the biggest thing is to just let the mystery be because there's we will endlessly learn more There'll be more shades and colors. There'll be more everything. It's just being okay with that. Yeah, um, it, it's like we really need to grow as, as a world society to embrace everyone because, you know, if we get shot, we get hurt and or die. We all bleed red. At least I haven't found anybody yet who bleeds a different color. Um, you, you know, we still have the same aches and pains. We all come into life and we all leave life. So, you know, I, I don't understand the difference, just like I don't understand who died and left white people in charge but hey that's a whole nother conversation oh, <laughs> <laughs> um let's talk for a moment about uh legalized same-sex marriage do you think that if roe v wade falls that the next thing they'll attack is gay marriage i don't know to be honest um uh -huh. the, the court is very very strange <laughs> right now as well finding out yes um it's it's I mean, getting really down into it, the Chief Justice um, Roberts, he's right now, he's very concerned about his legacy. Okay. And, you know, he was the one conservative who that we know of right now was um, not in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. But okay. I mean, I cannot peer into the minds of what's going to happen, but it does show that it is very possible because if Roe falls, then we realize that none of the laws that we have are ever super concrete really they never really were 
But now it's mm-hmm. very evident. It's very apparent that everything can fall. Everything can go back. And especially in the the way um, Justice Alito, quote unquote justice, Alito, uh. um, <laughs> damning <laughs> thing he wrote for the possibility of the overturn, the majority opinion piece, he, he went on this wild rant about it equating it to same-sex marriage, to private consent laws, which is, you know, the quote-unquote sodomy laws, um, uh-huh. making that illegal again. So he went on this big rant saying, like, hinting that those were next. So it is, honestly, it is very possible that it could be next. Um, will it? Who knows? The only thing I would say is that it it seems le- it's, it's a lot less likely than Roe v. Wade to do that for two main reasons. One, money and finances. Um, abortions are very future-based and they're uh-huh. very timely. It happens um, if you need one and you get one. Okay, great. But with marriage, there's so many finances intertwined on so many levels of society, so many different government papers and federal documents and tax systems and the way the state records things, the way the IRS records things, that the marriage, because it's financially intertwined, it's a lot harder to break. Or Uh even if you want to break it, it's a lot less attractive to break because that dismantles a lot of financial systems. So... Is it possible? Yes. Is it as likely? No. And the other one is religion, because even uh, even yeah, a lot of the the <laughs> Christians, you know, oh, you know, don't you? It's murder. Murder. Roe is murder. Um, with queer rights, it's it's tougher because the it's not this quote unquote unknown entity because this it's the the unborn are such easy scapegoats for everything because you can put uh-huh. whatever information you want on them on it uh-huh. and just have it be oh perfect oh innocence oh you're doing this but when you have queer people that are out there and say oh yeah jack you know the gay guy he's he's my neighbor yeah he's cool he's my friend it's a person you have developed a relationship with which makes it harder to want to take away those people's rights uh-huh. um but again with roe it's this potentiality of the future of this unseen thing and everyone makes it what they want it to be as you know the the deific levels of this this pure divinity within you how dare you um Mm. but you can't really do that with an existing person so roundabout answer yes very possible (laughs) i would say it's less likely for financial and religious reasons but oh god anything's possible now um yeah and it's getting um a little bit frightening out there that people are not willing to have compassion and love and think forward and let people be whomever they are. You know, if I don't want to associate with someone, I don't have to associate with them, but that doesn't mean that I have to put them down publicly or go on the news and, you know, talk about a whole class of people as if they're not good people. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It, it just doesn't. Um, I would like to um, give you um, a moment to talk about whatever you'd like to share with us. Our, our time is almost up and I do appreciate you being here and sharing this um, this month with us. But what would be your message for people? Forget, you know, <laughs> whatever the label is. Okay, what is your message for people? 
it's 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 the golden rule really it's be kind if everyone is just kind sympathetic empathetic and thinks of others the world is a, is a much better place this has been said for i know nothing new nothing earth shattering but it's the basics but we haven't even gotten the basics right and we're trying to get very uh-huh. complicated with society when we cannot even be kind let's yeah. start with just being kind being respectful and a lot of the problems that we have will be a lot easier to solve if you come from a place of kindness. I mean, sometimes always come from a place of love and kindness. Sometimes you have to break it down for some people, <laughs> but <laughs> usually those really, really stubborn and quote, you know, bad people um, hurt people, hurt people. And if you can treat people with uh-huh. kindness, you can mitigate a lot of problems before they start. And then the whole world isn't your enemy. It's just those couple people that are obviously bad. Yeah. Well, well, Tomas, thank you very much for being with us today. Folks, we've been speaking with Tomas Prowler. You can, Prower, not Lur. Uh, you can check him out at his website, and that's tomasprower.com, T-O-M-A-S-P-R-O-W-E-R.com. He is an excellent um, wealth of knowledge. He has uh, the books, The Santa Merte, Queer Magic, Warrior Magic, um, I think Morbid, Morbid Magic. They're all Excellent. Okay. If you're interested in magic, this would be great for you. If you just want to expand your knowledge base, his books give you sound information. So Tomas, thank you for being you. I greatly appreciate you. And to the listeners, I appreciate your time and attention. And everyone, please remember the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider the making, making the masterful choice of being kind, abundant blessings, light and love to all, agape.